Welcome to Laguna New Podcast. Where the sponsors are fake and the hosts are buzzed. And we say, <laughs> your feelings, enjoy, enjoy the, the show! show! Alright, and we are back. Episode 2, Denver and Kyle, Good New Podcast. Uh, Kyle, how you doing? Good New. Not bad, yourself? Oh, can't complain. You? Oh, pretty above average yourself. Not too bad at all. All right. Now that we got that cleared up, um, we have some housekeeping from episode one. I would like to say thank you to the listeners that uh, decided to tune in on Spotify, the RSS feed website. It's even on YouTube. It's not a video, but put it on there in case you don't use the stuff. We can maybe get to video at some point. Uh, but yeah, I'd like to say thank you to the listeners. Based on the stats, 57 on one website, 37 on Spotify. That was from the other day. So pretty impressive numbers to start. Not a bad start. I mean, I think the check came in. We're, it's about 100 bucks a listener, so we're doing pretty good right now. Um, we had one listener in Brussels, Belgium. The muscles from Brussels. Muscles from Brussels. We have zero idea who that would be or why they would have any idea who we are, but hey, thank you. We owe you. Maybe it's uh, Internet Hacker VPN runs through a different country. More power to you. If that's the case, please reach out. I'm First, pretty sure it's Jean-Claude himself. <laughs> We, if that is the case, we will sponsor your first uh, merchandise order up to $25. Um, yeah, and then, so good start, episode one, thank you. We talked about fantasy football in episode one. Kyle presented a lovely idea. Um, if you did not listen to episode one and you feel like hearing about fantasy football, the situation that was uh, in our league after DeMar Hamlin stopped, we had to stop that Monday Night Football game, feel free to go back and listen to it. Kyle had a very interesting solution that um, we didn't get to use because why the fuck would we ever get to do anything that's entertaining? Because there's money on the line and somebody feels entitled to the money that they maybe would have won, never know, but he has been paid, second place has been paid, the season is over, and I'm announcing it here right now. I did talk to one person about it. I think I'm fucking calling it for next year. Just want to kind of take a step back, reevaluate the league, our goals, and maybe try to find a different lineup of teams in the league. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, and you inherited the commissionership from that league, correct? Uh, just kind of got thrown into it? Yeah, it's, so that one, God, if I look back, it started with some guys a little bit older than us, and maybe somebody was running it, and then I took it over. I don't remember exactly, but it's been – going in some capacity for 10 years or more roughly so it's not that i am like emotionally tied to it. it is a good time it's fun but it's also not worth all the fucking around and yeah it's just take a year off maybe listening to the crying if you know there's some well, yeah. odd scenario where maybe the championship ends up being decided in other ways. Exactly. And one of the cool things I saw on social media this week, because we weren't the only people, believe it or not, we were not the only people to go through this, where people had both of those quarterbacks, championship game, whatever. One guy or one fantasy group 
did a Madden football on Xbox, whatever, simulated game against two teams. Maybe it was uh, Bills, Bengals, I don't know. But they just got together as a group and watched the computer play each other, and that decided the winner, Like, which sounds fucking awesome. That would be super entertaining to just be able to actually sit in the same room as the two guys in the championship and just watch them sweat over what goes on in a simulated video game. Yep, and it's just like watching the real football game. Like You don't have any control. You have no idea what's going to happen. And yeah, that looked really fun. But we didn't do that. We didn't do anything. So if you guys were hoping for... Just cried. Yep, if you're hoping for a really good story, um, I do not have that for you, and I, I apologize for that. That's me as a commissioner just saying, fuck it, here's your money, fuck off. So fantasy football thing, we've recapped it. That's done, over with. Um, we got good feedback from people, people that listened. So out of the close to 100 people, and that could be a little bit fluffed up, maybe not, who knows. Close to the 100 people listened. I got some feedback. Kyle got some feedback. And people seemed to like what we did. They thought it was like they were just hanging out, drinking with us, talking stupid, which that was kind of the goal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and if there's any topic you guys want us to cover, uh, hit us up, social media, and we'll do the best we can. Yep, Facebook, Instagram. You could even, um, if you feel like sending an email, if that's your preferred way of communicating, good g-o-o-d the letter n u y-o-u pod p-o-d at gmail.com good new pod at gmail.com send us ideas to talk about tell us you want to get on the waiting list to be a guest to moderate trivia there's a lot of requests coming in that people are interested in being part of it one way or another we support the fuck out of that so however you want to reach out social media email text message snail mail Snail trail. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear snail trail? I'd rather not say my mom listened to the first episode and... <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. So did my parents. Um, so, yeah, we will cut that. Definitely not cutting that. Um, so, yeah, feedback, good. Future guests, trivia. Like we said, a change to trivia probably. I think it would be fun to have both a guest moderator and a guest play the trivia. So that's something. That would be fun. Um, I'm, yeah, super interested in a uh, guest moderator for trivia. Yep. One, because I'm too lazy to write my own questions. Yeah, and obviously, if you guys listened to episode one, the questions were not easy. So I'm all for Kyle not writing the questions because they were absolute bullshit. But I'll fucking roll them over anyway. Fucking whatever you want to ask about Sesame Street. As long as it's not and cutting and stuff like that, uh, we're probably okay. And I'm gonna bleep out all that stuff too because I don't want I don't want anyone coming to my place of work. You probably know where it is. Doesn't really matter. Anyhow, Kyle is saying he's pretty much gonna go undefeated in trivia, and that's not gonna be the case. But looking forward to it. We're we're gonna do trivia every third, fourth, fifth, whatever. Start, starting to figure it out. We got some fun stuff on this episode that is going to be like a recurring segment type thing. And you might be thinking, God, you guys are doing stuff or you have ideas that everyone else has already done. Try having an original fucking thought and send me a message because it doesn't happen. This is 2023. If you can think of it, it's already been done in one way, shape, or form. Yeah. So any negative feedback, send that to We Appreciate It. There's no such thing as bad PR. So if you want to talk shit... Let's fucking do it. All right. That's housekeeping for episode one. 
intro is done. We're going to get right into the most frustrating topic, which would be the Packers vs. Lions recap. We are not a Packers podcast. We are just you know part owners of the team, so it's our duty to talk about it. Um, we were not in attendance, so right there is obviously why they did not win. We were there the week prior, and it was a shit-kicking. But they, like the Vikings the week before, the Packers didn't show up. Only part of their team showed up, and barely that. So yeah. it's, it's a tough one. What, what did you think about the game, Kyle? Uh, watching that game, never would have guessed that that's how it would have gone down going into it. Um, yeah, it's just... Uh, Nobody seemed to have wanted to be there. Uh, the defense completely fell off the face of the earth uh, compared to how they had played the four prior weeks. Aaron Rodgers reverted back to being the complete trash that he was during the uh, losing streak that we had going. Um, that last throw that he had that got picked off by Joseph, like I don't, that doesn't even compute. In yeah. my mind, why he would throw that ball. I'm glad you brought that up. So I've seen a few things. You know, obviously in the moment, you kind of just throw your hands over your face and maybe scream into a pillow and fucking break stuff. But since then, I've seen some interesting stuff. So if we go back to last season, end of the play, or excuse me, end of the season for us was effectively the same fucking play against the 49ers yeah just throwing up a prayer and there's not even a real chance that it could have been answered no but it was like two fly routes and then somebody lazard or whoever it was last year coming across underneath and yep. they threw it up to adams last year and he made a piss poor attempt at it and underthrown to watson this year and he just didn't even try to go back for it because he didn't see it whatever and then if you look at aj Dillon, he missed um, picking up the blitz, he went over and he basically was playing grab ass with one of the linemen on the left side as somebody's coming down Rogers' throat. So just a poor showing. He could have thrown to Lazard over the middle, but he elected to just huck it up there. Shitty way to see it come to an end. Um, I did see another interesting thing that Brett Favre, same two for six, 12 yards interception as Rogers. This year, two for six, 12 yards interception. So if he's done, Brett Favre ended his career the same way Aaron Rodgers will this season if he decides to be done, which is just a wild, like, fucking stat. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I also saw somewhere, probably Twitter, so God only knows if it's true, uh, that at one point, Mark Murphy flew down to Mississippi and offered Brett Favre a $20 million deal for marketing to stay retired. Uh, and that tweeter, twatter uh, dude uh, suggested that somebody do that. Mark Murphy do the same thing for Aaron Rodgers, but offer him fifty million, um, basically, so we can save get our cap savings if he stays retired. If Aaron Rodgers from twenty twenty and twenty twenty one comes back next year, great. Definitely don't need to see the twenty twenty two repeat. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Aaron Rodgers wants to see the 2022 Aaron Rodgers. No. And like he said in his press conference after the game, he doesn't you know, care about the money. I mean, that's what he said. I think he's got more than enough. But he's got also, more money than God. Yeah. It's a it's a large... Now, how does that work, though? It's guaranteed. So if he... If he retires, though, that nulls. Okay. I, we still have to eat some of the cap based on yep. what he was paid out for his um, 
bonuses and whatever. His, however, they however the joke of a salary cap works where they can defer. And he's pro- certain years. probably not going to get as much because he's not vaccinated. I would assume. Yeah, probably not. I'm sure Roger Goodell somehow you know tax him weasel his way in tax some, some of that money tax the money he makes that he uses to buy stuff which is taxed and then he's got to pay taxes again exactly um we got off topic there like i said not a packers podcast but we have to recap that game oh and aaron jones that fumble come on fuck there's i mean there's three huge plays aaron jones fumble we are le- at least getting a field goal if not seven points before half changes the momentum um Razul Douglas, so him hitting the football on the field goal to like prevent them from trying the field goal because he had already missed one. Like trying I to, saw that was his explanation, I and heard, that makes sense. That's fine. And I heard somebody say that they actually had the wrong ball, so they have a kicking ball, then they have a game play ball, and that uh, he wouldn't be trying to fix that. You know, like no, he he literally just said he did not want to give. Him, he said they the Packers called a timeout. Yep. He did not want to give whatever the Lions kicker's name is Bagley. A chance to just have basically a practice shot at, yeah. at the field goal since he had already missed one. Yep, which Total, is totally fine. Yeah, I, I don't think maybe he would have got flagged for like delay of game or some crap like that. But five yards is a lot better than the fifteen he got for throwing the punch or whatever it was. Yeah, pushing the guy in the face. It's like that's just you can't have it. And then Quay Walker, K. What Walker, an idiot. that was just and I I saw that it was at Swift right. They were Georgia teammates together. Georgia teammates. So checking on him, making sure he's okay, interested. And it's a normal reaction if you've ever been anywhere with a group of people or you are kind of having a good time and you're in the heat of the moment and somebody kind of cuts through or pushes you. You have a defense mechanism reaction maybe. But know where you are recognize your target, understand... And the situation. The situation. Somebody's hurt. They're trying to help. Like, you should see the optics of it, especially with what happened with Tamar Hamlin that... And I've never been on a professional football field playing in the NFL, so I can't really give him too much shit. But God damn it, man. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah, that was just an absolute stupid play. Could have held him to a field goal there, potentially. Never know. Uh, Anyway... Those are the three plays that just, what the hell. Now, speaking of three plays, three things that you would do next season for the Packers. Like, what if you could just do whatever you want, what would uh, you do? I mean, uh, that's so tough because it all depends on is Rodgers coming back. If Rodgers wants to come back, we're screwed. We're stuck with Aaron Rodgers. Um, so I'm going to say that he will come back because uh, that's – a shitty way to go out um losing in the playoffs maybe he he would feel better about that and right off into the sunset um so i'm gonna say <sighs> joe barry needs to go yeah it doesn't uh, sound like that's happening no but does not that would be what you would do that's absolutely what i would do i looked it up um so the packers finished 17th in the league in points allowed and yards allowed so bottom half of the league mm-hmm. uh, in both. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's with the benefit of, like I said, those the four weeks prior to week 18 uh, when the defense was actually playing very well. But, uh, yeah, uh, during the losing streak, Joe Barry had lost the team. So get rid of Joe Barry. Um, it's hard to say because Crosby, I think, is on his way out anyway. Yeah. But if he was like, hey, I'd like to come back, 
sorry, man, uh, you just don't have the leg that you used to have. Uh, you already got a ring. So you, you kill him, or what do you do to him? <laughs> Send him on his merry way. Okay, uh, got it. Great Packer. We'll always be thankful for him, but uh, definitely does not need to come back. And then Aaron Jones, I seriously, like, he's an electric playmaker. Training. And I wouldn't say he has a fumbling problem. He has a problem with fumbling at the most inopportune times. Mm-hmm. Which could be reduced down to a fumbling problem. No, he doesn't have a fumbling <laughs> problem. Just a problem with fumbling at the wrong time. I, yep. So, yeah. Is there a right time for fumbles? No, but there are times when you can deal with them. True. Um, Absolutely true. Definitely not in a must-win game that is that close. Um, so so you, tr- you trade him? If you can, I don't know if that's a logical thing with how his contract is structured because I know he's going to be a big cap hit next year. Yeah. Um, so you either – I mean, yeah, obviously you try to shop him, um, but odds are you just cut ties. And, again, thanks for your service. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see people calling for Lafleur's job. No, that's dumb. That's, I think you got to take the play calling away from from him first before you it, do anything else. And he even had mentioned that that is that was one thing that is on his mind and why he might potentially bring Nathaniel Hackett back. Yep. Um, yeah, I be I mean, fuck, I'm willing to see that because yeah. play calling was a huge issue, especially in the red right. zone goal to go. Um, yeah, and well. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that's kind of execution on Aaron Rodgers' part too. And what is is he checking out of stuff? So there's there's a lot that right is up in the air. You don't really know right. for sure. But uh, what say you on three um, fixes for the I'm, Packers next year? I'm okay if Rodgers comes back. He won't have, in theory, knock on wood. He will not have a broken thumb. Hopefully, his ribs um, do not take an injury like they did. And he will have better chemistry with his wide receiver core. And I'm okay with Rodgers coming back. Yeah. If Nathaniel Hackett comes back and makes plays or calls plays, that's interesting too. So I would keep that the same. I wouldn't try to push him out. That's one thing I would do. He very well could have a shit season next year and let's love step in. And I would love to see that, no pun intended, I'd love to see that transition where he passes the torch but is there with him for the season, and he's on his farewell tour, shaking hands, laughing, making jokes, like kissing babies, kissing, fuck, kissing babies left and right, as many as you can bring to every stadium. So I wouldn't mind that, even if he has a bad year, it would transition into something good. I think uh, number two, I would be very interested in seeing. I don't Dean Lowry's contract. I'm not quite sure if he's on his last year. If he's he, got one left, I believe it is expiring and i don't see him yeah. getting re-signed i would like to see some changes with the defensive front because there's like flashes of oh my god they're getting after the quarterback incredibly and then there's like there's nothing that's done and then the screen plays and everything like we just get we're getting eaten alive by three yard passes or passes behind the line of scrimmage it seemed like or the run the run was just awful getting too. gashed yeah. by Jamal the run. williams who is absolute <laughs> nerd whatever you want to call him if you saw the interviews and everything else hilarious but he had a good game um so figure out both sides of the uh, the ball linemen figure that stuff out and then number three i would say uh just play better is what i would do it's the easiest pretty thing. simple easiest thing to do is just fucking be better at what you do for a living so i mean we've spent 15 20 minutes almost on the packers and like i said not a packers podcast right could so, go on 
for more. I'm yeah. so pissed after that game. Oh but. man, I just going to sleep angry when it's like related to the Packers, and you just like fluff your pillow like you're beating it to death, and you can't get comfortable, and you just can't fall asleep. Oh man, that's like torture. It really is. I, I sat there and stewed, and I know on Monday, like I wasn't grumpy, but Jessica asked me if I was feeling all right. Um, she did not watch the game, and I don't blame her. She usually doesn't watch the game because I get really heated, especially when it's like a meaningful game. Because mm-hmm. um, we care. All and, we do is it's we care. We're part owners, right? And we care. And yeah, so she knew instantly, and she didn't even have to check the score that that they lost oh, uh, yeah. based on. Yep. Based on my my attitude on Monday. Yep. Um, moving forward to the some that are good, some that are lucky fucks that are part of Wild Card Weekend. Do you have any predictions or like, ooh, keep your eye on this one. This one could be a great game or I'm not sure that this team is supposed to move forward, but they're not going to. I'm going to jump in right away and say, I do not think the 49ers are winning this week. Ooh, that is a hot take. Yep. Um, against Seattle. Um, do you know offhand how the those two? I mean, they've already played twice this year since they're in the same division. Do you know how that ended up? Well, um, they had different. The Forty ers would have had at least one game where they had Garoppolo. I assume. Yeah, probably more than likely. I try not to watch them um, because I hate them. But yeah. both teams, Seahawks and Forty ers so I don't know for sure, but I just I see Brock Purdy, the quarterback for the 49ers, I see him shitting the bed because he has been adequate or great the last whatever seven, eight, ten weeks. Mm-hmm. He's due for a fuck up. So that's my hot take. Seahawks, Geno Smith, how are you? Moving on. So Talk about winning the trade or winning the transaction there with Geno Smith, Russell Wilson, oh, yeah. money saved, draft picks. Yep. Just fucking highway robbery the seat and we don't need them to be better but they they're going to get better all right so 49ers are on upset alert yep um i actually have two upsets that i'm predicting uh for wild card weekend uh first one would be this uh, i'll go with the saturday game uh the the jaguars mm, uh, mm-hmm. i can see them upsetting the chargers just based on how the two teams are playing um, Which quarterback is cuter on that that lineup there or that oh, matchup? Jesus. I know you know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I mean, if it's if Justin I Herbert, was, it's Herbert. Well, that's what I was going to say. If okay. I had to pick a quarterback of those two that I wanted to build a team around, it yeah. would be it would definitely be Herbert. That's what I meant by cuter. Oh, okay. I appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, then on Sunday, I have the Giants upsetting the vikings Oof! i was wondering if you're gonna say that uh i would lo- i support the fuck out of that brian dabble uh coach of the year possibly yeah i mean he i mean he took a complete loser and brought him to the playoffs yep and that's the guy that um bounty gate 2022 told his players to break Aaron Rodgers' thumb in London, if you remember. So, <laughs> coach of the year, but also scumbag. So, I support him uh, Him and his team beating the Vikings. I don't think it's going to happen because the Vikings, I, I know somebody who's a Vikings fan, which I don't really want to like have to be friends with somebody like that. He said all he wants is one playoff win. Like, that's the Vikings mentality. 
All we want is one playoff win. They don't give a shit how far they go. They just want one. I think they're going to get it, and then they're going to get their dicks kicked in the next time. Uh, see, I mean, they're probably the worst 13-4 and four oh, team in easily. the history of the NFL. Easily. Um, they're the worst Midwestern team that I have ever seen. I just hate them. I just, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'd like to see the Giants come in right now. So going into the season, I wanted a Packers-Bills Super Bowl at this point uh, just because of who made the playoffs for the NFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we don't need to do a rundown now. I don't want to you know, get into football too much. Maybe we can do that next week. Uh, but Giants-Bills uh, is who I would like to see mm. um, for yeah. the Super Bowl. Okay. I'd support that. New York state of mind, man. Yep. All right. That is the packers Lions recap, very sad, and then the wild card predictions. So, about 25 minutes into it here, let's just get to these uh, interesting facts. You guys are listening on January 12th. Well, they could be listening in the future. If you don't listen the day it comes out, I just... Are you really a fan? Yeah. Like I posted on social media at one point or another within the last week, become a fan before it's cool to become a fan. Like... It's pretty easy. Nobody really knows or cares right now. You guys, we need a groupie or two. Like somebody that is just going to go to any length to show love and support. So you're hopefully listening as soon as you get the chance. You wake up Thursday morning. You're having your coffee. Try not to wake up your spouse, whatever. Drive to work. Try not to kill people on the interstate or the back roads, whatever, because they fucking suck at driving. You're listening. The historical event, the interesting historical event for Thursday, January 12th, Gandhi. Ever heard of him? I have. Begins his final fast. Are you into fasting? Intermittent? Uh, I do intermittent fasting. Still, currently? Currently. Is that from when you go to bed until 10 a.m.? Usually I start, and this is probably super uninteresting for listeners, but uh, usually about 8 p.m., and then I will eat about noon so wow. you do the math. Wow. I think that's, that's like a 16-hour fast. I've tried it before, and yeah, I was trying to stop any consumption of food by uh, 7 or 8, and then 10 a.m. was when I was yeah, getting back I, into it. I'm not super religious on it. Like, if I'm on vacation, fuck it. I'm going to eat and drink as late or as early as I want. Yep. Uh, but yep. it was during the week, usually, um, I try to stick to it. Yep. So Gandhi begins his final fast on this day. In Jesus Christ, it was whenever God. I don't was think a thing. he believed in Jesus Christ. No, he didn't. Pretty sure he was not a Christian. Uh, Nineteen forty-eight, and Google tells me that it actually happened on the thirteenth. So if you happen to listen on the thirteenth, <laughs> nice job. Uh, stay hot with the outline here, Denver. And this is why Denver loses <laughs> trivia. Can't even Google right. Uh, I'm gonna blame. I'll cite my sources. There'll be a, whatever you call it at the end. Um, Bibliography. Yes, thank you. Biblioteca. Um, what else? On this day, so January 12th, National Day. It's important to some people to know what national like celebration of something it is. National Dog Day, National Beer Day. Yep, all the different stuff, whether you're somebody who wants a, a reason to drink or a reason to buy your dog a toy, whatever it is. Thursday, January 12th is National Curried Chicken Day. Oh, Do you- ties in with Gandhi. Isn't he from India? Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're, wow. I wonder if, but it's a food thing. 
So it's like he doesn't eat, but yeah, it does indirectly tie into Gandhi. So if you guys like curried chicken, um, I would recommend... You an Indian food guy? uh, I do like a handful of things that they make. Some of the stuff is outrageously spicy and it like you don't taste it right away and then all of a sudden you're sweating from your face, your ass, everything and it's just like holy shit. But Swad, have you ever been to Swad in Madison? S W A D? Do uh to be no free 100% ads. <laughs> to be 100% honest with you, I don't know that I've ever had Indian food. Oh god, we should go. Um, yep. I we mean, should go. We should non bread is that Indian? Yes. Okay, Delicious. then that's about as Indian as I've gotten. Deli- when you get it like not from like a shitty place or the store, like you get it from a place that is making it fresh. Delicious. So, yep, Gandhi from India, big Indian guy. He was an Indian lawyer, is what Google says. Huh. They had fucking lawyers back then. When was well, it? When I mean, did they it say? was only the forties, so yeah, well, I would imagine. But eighteen eighties, I don't know time. Dude, they had lawyers all the way back to. He seems like, like he should be older than pre that. before America was a country. Speaking of lawyers, uh, we did get good feedback from a local lawyer. He was maybe interested in both sponsoring and being a guest. So stay tuned for that. I'm not uh, going to give any. Yeah, no free ads. Yep, no free ads. Not going to give any hints on who it is, but. Um, Really excited about that opportunity. Anyway, National Curried Chicken Day. Go get some fucking curried chicken Thursday evening with your spouse. Take her out, get her a butthole burner, non bread, whatever, and celebrate. Speaking of celebrating, we have celebrity birthdays for January 12th. Uh, the first scumbag would be Jeff Bezos. Talks about wanting to help people, donates a small percentage to charity, but also has a fucking spaceship and goes to outer space. So you tell me where his priorities and lie. And has a historical bridge taken down to get his super yacht through mm. the canal. Mm. So, yeah, what a great guy. Yep, dirtbag. 58 years old. Happy fucking birthday, you loser. And I will be on Amazon at some point this week buying stuff. <laughs> Just Actually, ordered almost earlier all the, today. <laughs> almost all the stuff we're using tonight. Is courtesy of Amazon Prime Shipping. But he's Love still it. a scumbag. Yep, dirtball. Rob Zombie. Uh, just, I mean, the perfect music for high school football highlight tapes. Yes. Yep. Um, just rocking out, going to work, trying to stay awake late at night, coming home, just getting amped up. Were you into any Rob Zombie movies? Oh, was it House of the Dead? Or? House of a Thousand Corpses or there something we go. like that? Yep. Uh, I did see that one, or I don't know if there's multiple, but... There's, I, yeah, there's a few. I don't recall. It was pretty wild or weird shit, so that was yeah. interesting. Maybe, he's, an odd, he's an odd guy. He is. Maybe revisit that. cooler, I think, to hang out with than Marilyn Manson, who we brought up last week. Yes, would be, but. yes, easily. I would go on a manhunt with Rob Zombie to kill, theoretically, to kill Marilyn Manson. I'm not going to, but he deserves it. We don't condone condone murder no. on, on this podcast. Nope. Only when we're off the podcast. Um, Rob Zombie, 57 years old. Happy birthday. Uh, this So the name here, Kyle. Dude, this... I have no idea who Dina Cortis. <laughs> Cortis. Is that Dina how you Cor- say that? Cortis. I have no idea. Cortez, Cortis. You're I'll the give one you who put this I, list together. I'm, I'm, like, getting, I'm getting there. She's 35. Happy birthday. So there's a hint. She's 35. Relatively young. She is uh, famous because of a reality TV show. Who would Dina Cortez be, or what show was she on? I don't know, man. Survivor, Big nope. Brother. On MTV. Real World? Nope. Road Rules? Nope. Oh, is that the chick from uh, All the Guidos? <laughs> um, Jersey Shore. Thank you. Snooky's friend. Just um, 
as one of the characters I was watching some highlights when I realized it was her birthday and they call them meatballs. She's like, oh yeah, she's just like Snooky, another little meatball, four feet tall, partier. I mean, if you want to feel better about your life and just everything you're going through, go watch highlights or lowlights of Jersey Shore because it was a circus, which we all know if you watched it. And those people outside of Pauly D, I think he's, the, or whatever his name is, I think it's Pauly D, the DJ, the only one that's made anything of himself, like still, still Sound, relevant. Sounds all right. Just you want to watch an entertaining show about Italians, dude? Uh, I signed up for HBO Max uh, recently. Humble brag. Humble brag. I can afford it because it was two dollars a month. Um, Sick for three months. Uh, Sopranos, man, that show is Never- insane. R.I.P. James Gandolfini, mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal show. Uh, I would put it right up there with The Wire. I've never seen it, and I, I like the recommendation because I've thought about it. Um, HBO Max, two bucks. I'll, I'll see if I can work that into the budget. That was a Black Friday deal, so I'm not can sure if password? it's still on there. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Why not? All right, so we're set there. Uh, quick break. Word from our sponsor, and we're going to be back. We got no trivia, so sorry. Don't get your panties in a bunch, but we have some interesting things coming up. So we will be right back. Hey, Kyle and Denver here from Good New Podcast. We're broadcasting live from your mom's house. Best place this side of the Mississippi for antiques and furniture. Are you in the market for a nice piece? Your mom's house. Want to test out some furniture? Your mom's house. We'll be at your mom's house all night. Stop by for a good time, well-built furniture, and a gorgeous vintage piece. She's like, 50 or 60 but anyway your mom's house we'll see you there so thank you for those uh words from your mom's house yep we're there you know great place i'd recommend anyone that's uh looking for a good time or good furniture your mom's house would be a place to start so sponsor that we really appreciate last reminder on this for this episode all sponsorships are fake so we are looking for real ones um it's probably not going to be the last time we slip no. up and, and give a free ad or yeah. something. So, but it'll do us good. You know, people will appreciate it when we start showing off the the pod to somebody. Um, current events. So, we browse the internet for different articles that are of interest. You know, you just wait for a headline to jump out at you because um, looking for happy stuff, successful stories, whatever. Um, this one, when I was just perusing from January 9th, I thought for the local news here in Wisconsin, uh, this one just, this headline, I mean, here, Governor Evers, 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 Governor Evers appoints gay marine vet to lead veterans agency. So buzzwords, um, that, you know, you just gotta get in that title. Otherwise, People wouldn't be able to reshare, you know, share, repost, whatever. So, gay marine vet to lead the veterans agency. I'm happy they have somebody to lead the veterans agency. I'm not exactly sure what the Department of Veteran Affairs all does, but I'm sure it helps them with health care and um, housing and all sorts of different stuff after somebody comes back or that they've finally reconnected with after they've been on the street or something. Um, so, important, definitely important. Absolutely. And if uh, Mr. Bond, uh, James Bond, um, 
wants to come on and discuss what his new role is for, that'd yes. be great. I'm all for helping veterans and, and especially disabled veterans. The I kind of buried the lead, so the, the subject, the title jumped out at me, but what really drove it home was the gentleman that... Um, would be, according to the title, the Gay Marine Vet. His name is James Bond. How do you not lead with that? I mean, we can go back and I can redo it, but I think... Not not you personally. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. The, the writer of the article. <laughs> yeah, I, that would have got more clicks. James Bond appointed as Veterans Agency, you know, whatever his title is. So that's on them. This was uh, Channel 12 in... Wausau or Rhinelander or some shit. Um, so yeah, you guys might want to rethink how you approach the titles of your ads. But James Bond, congratulations. Do a great job, please, because it's a very important job. And like Kyle said, you are welcome at any point to further discuss the state of Veterans Affairs. And yeah, that's the local news that we picked for this week. Have your people reach out to our people. Yes, our people are, are us. So either myself or Kyle, but your people, you probably have people. Tony Evers has people, I'm sure. So maybe you guys work together on doing that. And then we're going to move into the national news. Um, this was uh, very, I didn't, again, the title of the, the subject, I was like, Joe Burrow, Blake Griffin, other top MLB NHL players purchase coin, coin, corn and soy farm in Iowa. So couple big names right away, uh, professional sports leagues, players purchase corn and soy farm in Iowa. So it says um, these athletes have turned to farming for their next big investment. And it goes on to talk about how they purchased a 104-acre Iowa farm for about $5 million that they are going to not take a return or they're not going to get paid out. Uh, It's just going to be an investment. I don't know how it all works, but they've done it this agency that helps them Chris done, Middleton from the Bucks yep, I see his Chris name Middleton's in there um, Zach Ertz good tight end uh, my ball Zach Ertz my ball Zach Ertz Kevin Durant LeBron James crybaby bitches both of them um, oh no that's they invested in pickleball it goes on to talk about how other athletes invest in weird shit too you know I wanted to get into pickleball until I saw that for instance Kevin Durant LeBron James and Tom Brady yep. have all invested in the major pickleball league, no longer interested in, in seeing what pickleball. It is makes all about. sense that Tom Brady would invest in that because I, from what I've seen, um, it's very popular amongst the sixty to eighty year old range of rich white women, um, and Tom Brady fits right in there. I mean, because of his plastic surgery, you can't tell that he's that old, but he is, and he's yeah, pretty much a rich white woman yeah. that kisses kids. And I was told that we should maybe lay off the talk of like kissing kids and whatever else. But when it's not us doing it and it's like a prolific athlete doing it, I mean, I feel like we have to bring attention to it. So yeah, yeah. there's there's a we weird... got to look out for the kids. We do. There's a weird Instagram post on our page. Go check it out. Pictures he posted. Very suspect. I would not personally do that if I were him. His PR person must not know about it or maybe they deleted it since then. Anyway... Joe Burrow, other people, corn and soy farm yeah. in Iowa. Watch out, Weber. Burrow yeah. and Griffin are coming for you. Yep, Weber, Midland Farms. Um, if you hear this, you've been made aware that your farm is next. They're going to buy it, and they're going to farm soy for soy milk that you'll end up having to drink because you're a soy boy. 
So that's the national news. And if we get into the world news, um, New Zealand breweries see CO2 rationing as shortage hits. So a shortage of CO2, very important for carbonating beer, um, serving beer. So there's a shortage in New Zealand. Um, Doesn't that pretty much only like affect if you're drinking from a keg? Uh, you don't pump CO2 into bottles or cans as far as I'm aware. No, but you need the beer is carbonated. You have to carbonate the beer before it goes into packaging. Right. Um, but the yeast kind of does that. I mean, I did, I've done a couple batches of homebrew. I've never yep. purchased CO2 You've to never pump had to do into. That, yeah. So, maybe, so I'm not entirely familiar with the process or commercial brewing. but Yeah, and neither am I. Um, but from from what I understand, that breweries will put CO2 on. And I actually saw um, an establishment in Madison that was selling crowlers of beer to go off their tap line. They will kind of purge the can, like push CO2 or whatever into it to like eliminate the oxygen. Because oxygen oh, is from like getting the beer to stale or whatever. Yep, oxygen is the enemy of the be- you know when you have beer and you're trying to make sure it stays okay. fresh. So they'll actually do that and then pour the beer in and seal it. Um, but yeah, so New Zealand sounds like they're kind of fucked uh, with the CO2, which uh, sad for them. I would love to go there. If I go there, I'm gonna want beer, so they better get it figured out. And you are a big beer guy. Have you ever consumed? New Zealand beer that you are aware of? That I'm aware of? No. Um, Foster's is the closest to New Zealand, which it was Australian for beer. I, I doubt the one I drank. It was probably made in some AB InBev Miller Coors factory somewhere along the coast, and they shipped it from there to here, not from Australia to here. But, uh, yeah, New Zealand beer, I don't believe I've had the opportunity I'll look into that, and if for some reason I have, I will share that on our social media channels and um, recommend it if it was good or bad. Untapped is great if you guys use the app Untapped. If you drink craft beer, I'd highly recommend downloading Untapped. You can keep track of different beer you drank. Um, Nobody really gives a shit. It's kind of just for you. Or Yeah, I don't typically share anything from it i think no. you and maybe like two of my old co-workers are like yeah. the only people that follow me or friend me or whatever on it yeah. um but yeah i just use it to oh have i had this before otherwise yep. if if i notice something on a menu i'll go and try something different and if you're the type of person that needs to go to a place that has something specific or you're looking for something specific you can find a place that has it by oh. using untapped that I did not know. Yeah, so there's hot tip. There's venues that can pay extra money to be a certified or whatever approved venue, and then you can post and share your menu and all this different stuff. And if you're like, oh, you know, this brewery made this whatever beer, I really want to try it. Where can I find it? So it is helpful in that regard. I just go to a place, and if they have something I want to drink, I drink it. If not, order a fucking Bush Light, which we are drinking right now. Cheers. Cheers. Lattes. Would classy. Dumped it into glasses. Oh, yeah. Mm, delicious. So that takes care of current events. There is also eh, Eric Church has a new tour. It's coming to Milwaukee. Yeah, fuck that. Kill uh, Milwaukee. Just because he kind of fucked us on his on his uh, opening act. Yep. Uh, so in place of that, um, 
Luke Combs, mm. new album coming out mm-hmm. in March. Mm-hmm. Excited mm-hmm. for that. He, uh, I believe it was yesterday, posted a little teaser of a new song on his I Instagram. That. Yep. Um, that was good. The guy in the back playing the guitar, is that somebody you've seen before? Yes, that's the guy. So when we went to the acoustic show for whatever country station out of Madison was, mm-hmm. um, he was his guitar player. For oh, he was? One. Okay. Yep. That was fun fact and maybe um, not trivia for us per se, but we witnessed the first time Luke Combs ever performed Beer Never Broke My Heart. Yep. That is 100% fact. And it was incredible. Uh, and so not only that, uh, Morgan Wallen, too, was there. Another guy I've, I have not seen either one of them live in a full concert. I've seen, uh, That was the only time I had ever seen mm-hmm. them. I uh, would love to go see either one, preferably both. That was a hell uh, of a show. Play shows. I can't, I mean, just to be able to see, they called it the um, Storytellers Jam, I believe. I think that was Q106. That could be really cool setup. You know, five people set no, up. No, maybe it was ninety six three, like the class of, uh, or maybe that's Q one hundred six two. I don't remember. I don't listen to the radio since hmm. I seem to know a lot about the radio. I know a lot about the radio. <laughs> it was either this or that. I don't know which one it was. It doesn't matter. Either way, it was really cool. Yeah, but his album, you said March, March twenty fourth, I believe. Uh that's the. Day we go to Coetzel, I believe, Ooh, in yes. Milwaukee. Milwaukee, the um, the homeland, First Nation. The show there is going to be. Uh, stay tuned for that. We will give a recap of that one because Eagles Ballroom never a bad time. Sketchy neighborhood. You haven't. I've not. Oh, nice. Sketchy neighborhood. Oh, great! Can't wait. Well, <laughs> supposed to take the kids. On a spring break vacation the next day, so hopefully I make it back. Oh, boy. Well, you, you've heard of um, who's the guy that would uh, drug? Oh, and, Dahmer. Yeah, he's big. You know, that neighborhood he was very familiar with, so he's no longer with us. R.I.P. Nah, not so much. <laughs> Rest in piss, uh, Dahmer, you piece of shit. All right. That gets us to this or that. Answer the internet, hypotheticals, whatever the hell you want to call it. Kyle, do you have one prepared? I do. Um, I kind of stole it from, I think it was the breakfast ball guys from, um, uh, what is it, the You Betcha yep. guys. Uh, Miles, reach out. Uh, I'd love to collab. Yes, we should. Absolutely. Um, so I can't remember exactly what it was that their question was, but it was along the lines of, if you... Uh, you had the choice. You can either break 80 on every course you play ever, but you cannot drink while you golf. Or you have the option to you never break 90, but you can drink. What are you taking? <clears throat> it's an easy answer, but I'm going to give you a little bit of backstory on why I pick this answer. When we golf, we play league, we play just whenever on the weekends, whenever we can get out and play, and then we play outings and stuff too, whether it's with our wives or if it's a work-related thing. There's a lot of different ways to play golf and a lot of different goals you might have while you're playing. In league, I would love to shoot low. Do I care if I do? Not necessarily. I'd rather just hit good shots. But we do have that new goal. 
we do have the new goal. I do want to do well. I'm not out there just, you know, pissed drunk um, all the time. And so that's one that's one thing. If you're playing an outing, uh, whether it is with our wives or with, you know, coworkers or uh, customers for work and you want to try to win, I, I love to take that very serious. And I will even... Uh, decide to not have as much to drink sometimes because I want to play well, usually because there's other people involved that, um, not that I want to impress, but I want to play to their level too because we usually find a couple ringers. So there's different ways to look at it. I will answer that I would like to never go over 90 and be able to drink because... No, never go under 90. That's what it was? You cannot break 90 while you're able to drink. Oh, I'm fine with a 90. I'm fine with it. I'll just hit a 90 every time. <laughs> that's guaranteed. Fair enough. Now, I obviously wasn't listening, but um, that's still, I would still go that way because if you're going to break, you said it was break 80. Yep. Like you are in the high 70s or anywhere in between like right, you're basically course record golfing, and 80. Yeah, you're basically golfing. Scratch. Like you could be in the, in, in the PGA. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if I could be in the PGA... I would never drink it on would a golf ruin, course, even if you're with your buddies. Yeah, there are other ways to have a good time uh, if you need to change. No substances. Oh, fuck. I'm going to change it then. Yeah, done you're with that. You're making this way nope, too easy. Nope, done with that. Um, I would go the opposite route. Maybe my best score ever then is going to be 90, and I get to drink and have a good time. That's the way I'm going. That If I'd have listened, it would have been a harder decision right away. <laughs> but for the listeners, um, if you golf... Kyle, rephrase it one more time for him, and you guys decide what you think is the better option. So you can either never drink on a golf course again, and you break 80 every single time, or you never break 90, so you're golfing 90 or higher, and you can drink on a golf course. There you go. So think about that. I know a lot of people, some of the listeners, maybe if you're a lawyer, um, because of your profession, you're really good at golf. So you're thinking, why would I, I don't even have to worry about that. I am able to have a great time regardless and still be a really good golfer. Um, good for you. Nice job. We're really, we're really happy for you. We're going to get there someday because you know, you're our inspiration. When I win, uh, the mega millions on Friday, um, I'm just going to spend my life on a golf course and in a deer stand. So would you, so this isn't my question, but if you did win the lottery, would you consider building a private golf course for yourself and your buddies? Um, or would you just travel the places and play all the ones that are already here and there? I think I'd, I'd rather not have to worry about the upkeep. Yeah. Um, I did see that Tiger Woods on his Florida home or whatever, he has just like four holes in his backyard mm-hmm. and like various tee boxes, one of them being off the balcony uh off his bedroom that'd be pretty sweet oh yeah um so maybe something like that but probably not a full 18 no i I don't think yeah i like the idea of three four five holes different tee boxes you can have it just perfectly manicured and that would be a great way to spend lottery winnings which the powerball the mega millions are both ripe for winning so make sure you get out there wisconsin lottery is a sponsor so thank you guys um we will take a cut of the winnings so that's a pretty sweet deal for us. Um, so <clears throat> this one you may have seen recently, but it's just a hilarious scenario. 
Would you rather have Cheeto fingers or wet socks for 48 hours straight? Cheeto fingers. Dude, I hate dry socks, so <laughs> no way in fuck am I wearing wet ones. Like, it, the, it, the dead of winter, it doesn't matter. As soon as I get home, socks come off. Socks are off. Naked feet. Yep. Mm. Socks are so fucking disgusting. Um, <laughs> Looks like we're not getting a sock sponsorship. If, if Jessica uh, attempts to get into the bed with socks on, I'm not get having it. Instantly pissed. Wow. So you don't get socks for Christmas? I've gotten socks for Christmas. I have received them as a gift. Um, I mean, I don't think anybody's ever excited to get socks. But. Now, are. Is it something because of just the feel and the restriction, or have you just not had good socks? I've had good socks. Um, actually, to go with it, Jessica did get me alpaca socks. Yeah, I was going to ask about them. Um, and socks serve their purpose when I'm hunting. Yep, absolutely. But even if I'm out running around, out and about, uh, I don't care how cold it is. Uh, if I'm not shoveling the driveway, odds are you're going to find me going to the gas station or the grocery store wearing my Crocs. Crocs, yeah. I mean, raw dog and the Crocs. Raw dog and Crocs. Yeah, I don't blame you there. Um, wow, okay. So Cheeto fingers, 48 yeah, hours straight. Not even a question. Not even a question. Now, if you, I mean, imagine though, you have to like do your daily routine, like everything, like it's a Monday, Tuesday, 48 hours, like yeah. you're typing. You're... Dude, it made it even easier because I got LASIK, a uh, humble rig. Jeez, um, this guy. So I don't have to take out contacts anymore. So oh, oh, I don't have to touch my eyes. Oh, so that would have been a good one. Money. That's not a question. If we're talking about stuff that uh, the hosts of the show do not like to talk about, look at, have gifts sent to them. Kyle is a big, um, doesn't like to see people touch their eyes or do anything with their eyes. So if you happen to have any good stories or any good pictures or videos of that, send yeah, them our way. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> just a fun fact. Um, get to know us. That's just a fun fact. All right. So that was the, the answer of the internet, this or that. Something that's been made famous by other people. And, you know, it's a popular party thing. Give a hypothetical. What would you take between the two? Glad you asked, Kyle. Um, Cheeto fingers, because yeah, I I love I do like socks. I hate when they get wet though, which anyone would, but I can just feel like you'd have athlete's foot happen probably, especially if it was in the summer. Um, I there's something really like when I was younger, I used to go across the road fishing, and walk into the water and stand knee deep, a little bit deeper, and fish. I loved wearing old shoes without socks and like walking around in the water and like stepping yeah, on rocks and everything. Your feet a little bit exactly. Right? Yeah, I love that feeling. But wet socks are fucking just it, yeah. If no I could you. wear boots or tennis shoes or whatever without having to wear socks, mm-hmm. I would. I don't know. I just don't like the feet being constricted. Mm. Let them breathe, man. Let them breathe. What if there was a surgery that you could get and it like prevented you from ever needing to wear socks because your feet would stay warm? But your feet turned black, like just like Blackfoot, Mister D. Like almost like you have a oh, dead foot. Yeah, like like severe frostbite. Ankle. But yep. Is it like are my feet constantly like painful or gonna no, fall off? No, they feel anything? amazing. 
So it's almost like permanent socks, but you don't feel it. No, yeah. I'd fucking pay any amount of money for that. <laughs> All right, if there's anyone that does that, we're we're interested. We'll trade you um, ads. You know, do some ad reads, and Kyle can get a deal on that. He can afford LASIK and everything else, so he can definitely get <laughs> permanent socks Not a big or whatever. Deal. So. All right, that was a little segment that we might bring back. If you guys have any hypotheticals or anything like that that you'd like to pose to us, let us know. Send it through social media. Um, maybe we add it in next time. Just remember, our wives and mothers listen to the show. So Yep, yep. That probably fucked us, me bringing that up. Because <laughs> your mom gave you socks or what? No, no, oh. I'm just saying, like, I could imagine already the, <laughs> the hypotheticals we'll get. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. All right, um, I'm gonna the outline slightly out of place, but I'm gonna go to the other segment that I thought would be interesting. Uh, something that, again, no original thoughts anymore on planet Earth. If you do have one, it's an infomercial for the fucking sham wow, like that happened. Like it's stuff that nobody cares about. So if it's interesting, somebody's already thought about it. Somebody's already done it. What we're going to do is put our own spin on it. So you've heard of the Mount Rushmores or the top 10, the top five, the different things that people want to rate things from best to worst or worst to best, whatever. We are doing that and it's going to be every now and again whenever we don't have trivia. Um, so ours is called, ooh, that bush light sounded good. Ooh, that was a nice pop. That was even under the table and I still feel like the mic picked it up. Oh, God, that was a big spike on the, the audiogram here. All right, we got them going. This segment is called Utter Best and Utter Worst. Dairy State, Wisconsin, ever heard of it? So cows have udders, which have teats. Which have teats. There are four teats on an udder, and we're doing I our... honestly didn't even know you were going... I feel like you brought it up, but I that, that's not where my mind was. I just wanted to say teats. <laughs> just loves, and I don't blame you. It's a good, it's a good word. Just love saying teats. So we're gonna do utter best, and the subject topic for utter best this week, going with dairy ice cream flavors. Kyle, have you prepared your utter best? Ice cream flavors? Or are you just going to wing it? I gave it some thought, but I'm mostly going to wing it. Okay. Uh, I didn't take notes. Um, do you... You let me start with uh, you want everything, me to go? basically. Yeah, you, you, let's go. You take your first yep, shot. I'll go. So we're going uh, best for last. So I'm going to start with mint chip as number four. Uh, my wife loves mint chip. Gross. I, I think it's good. I don't have it all the time. If I want to mix it up, mint is supposed to be good for digestion that's why the grasshopper drinks are like a, a thing like after dinner at places um so i do love a grasshopper but mint chip i will put as my number four you could give me 10 flavors that wouldn't make the top 10. wouldn't make it wow no, not a mint chip guy okay um kyle can digest whatever he wants he doesn't need dairy ice cream anything to fucking help him this guy iron stomach fuck your mint chip yeah mint chip just not not my thing okay um, all right, now I know. I will return the ice cream I bought us to eat for after this. What uh, What did Ernie say when he was offered ice cream? Sherbert. <laughs> I was trying to figure out. I don't know if that's an actual, like, I, I, it's probably technically not ice cream. I don't think there's any dairy in it. Uh, but that that is up there. If 
Are we going to count that as an ice cream flavor? Yeah, I'll let you sub that Okay, in. Sherbert. I'll, I'll put that as four. Let me guess, rainbow? Uh, I'm more of an orange guy myself. Oof, okay. But, um, yeah, I'll, hmm. t- I'll take a rainbow from time to time. Mm, I bet you would. <laughs> All right, number three, the third teat, if you will. Uh, I'm going to go Rocky Road. I just had some from Chocolate Shop the other day. Chocolate Chopay, whatever you want to call it. It's Chocolate Shop because you're an idiot if you say Chopay. It's fun to say Chopay. Uh, Rocky Road. Do you like Rocky Road? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're an asshole because that was my number three. Ooh. Um, yeah. Look at us. Great I do minds. Good Rocky Road. So I am going to then sub in. I'm going to say like a good vanilla. I've had plenty of shitty vanilla ice creams. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. but if you can do like a good, like vanilla bean or Ooh, yeah. French vanilla, like mm-hmm. one, it's a good backing for shakes, sundays, floats, what have you. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard to beat a good vanilla. Yep. <clears throat> I'm glad you said that. Cause that's my number two and I'll give you the brand and everything. Briars natural vanilla. If you haven't had it, black, um, rectangular container. If you have not had it, I highly recommend it. I have not had it. I'll have to. <sighs> ice cream, uh, I I have zero willpower when it comes to ice cream. Uh, typically, we will buy whatever, a pint uh, up to a gallon. The girls, uh, that's my daughters and my wife, uh, will know about it the first day. They'll have, you know, a couple scoops or whatever, and then it just sits in the freezer, and it's in my mind the entire time. So... You don't want it to go to waste. You don't want it yeah. to crystallize, get freezer burned. There so. are plenty of times where a normal person would take a few scoops and put it in a bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we're watching TV and the kids are in bed, mm. I grab the entire fucking <laughs> gallon and a spoon and just go to town. I knew where that was going, and yeah. I agree. Yep. It's, mm. that, that is my weakness. Okay. So, What's right. your number two? My number two. Um, so this is very specific. Um, it is Cold Stone. Mm-hmm. They're peanut butter cup perfection, but mm. you need to sub out the chocolate ice cream for the cake batter ice cream. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I'm not a huge chocolate ice cream. Like, I'll have chocolate syrup or whatever sometimes. Yep. A chocolate shake, if made correctly, can be very good. Chocolate malt. Yep. Chocolate ice cream, though, specifically, no. I'd rather, like, take vanilla or something else and add chocolate to it. Yep. So Interesting. I'll have to yeah, try that. There's, there's the hot take. Yeah, mm. sub, out, sub out the ice cream. Mm. Turn Jessica onto that. Mm. Yeah. That's okay. our go-to. Um, number one, I went very specific and... I don't buy it often, and it's just when I'm walking through the grocery store and it catches my eye, it just makes me feel, I mean, sweets, sugar, all that stuff. As humans, like, we get a fucking endorphin or whatever serotonin thing, like, when we eat that stuff or get to, like, oh, I'm going to buy that and eat it. And then when he mix that with the Green Bay Packers, it's just overload. The frozen tundra, salted caramel, pretzel, vanilla, this, that, whatever throw have you not had it? i've not even kyle's shocked right now i believe it's made by kemp's if i remember correctly delicious just where do you typically find this the grocery store in the frozen food section (laughs) specifically which grocery store because i the fucking piggly wiggly here in town i don't think i've ever seen that in my life i uh, i i feel like i've got it at a piggly wiggly before 
Otherwise, probably a good Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> which is any of them except for Lodi and Sock, or what? Lodi and Wanaki. Oh. Um, not yeah. to throw anybody under the bus. No, no, of course not. No, uh, we would never talk poorly about local businesses. Um, I believe Metro Market, uh, different places, Woodman's probably in the greater Madison bullshit area. Um, very frustrating to have to grocery shop in those places. But you do get the benefit of some delicious stuff like the frozen fucking tundra, which you need to try. I will keep my eye out on that. That sounds Next time we get together, it will be brought or we will have it readily available if you guys come over. So what is your number one? Number one is the... uh, I had to sub it out because the original ice cream that I had of this flavor are very political uh, and they're Mm. fucking very Mm. weird. Um, and I no longer purchase their products, um, which sucks. That dude, just keep your mouth shut and sell your shit because yeah. it's so delicious. But um, yeah. I have now switched to Haagen Dazs caramel cone. Ooh. So it is chocolate covered uh, waffle cone pieces mm-hmm. uh, with mm. a caramel swirl, vanilla ice cream, fucking money. Dude, that's, I will. That's so close. That I. That's so close to like what frozen tundra is. Yeah, because the pretzels though intrigue me. Yeah, sweet and salty, man. Yep. Oh, win-win. That's like the Tositos hint of lime chips. Mm. Uh, sorry, no free ads. <laughs> um, dude, I-, I can fucking shit house yep. an entire bag of those until my lips are bleeding. They're so fucking chapped. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. All right. So that was utter best ice cream flavors episode two. Good and you. We will uh, post that on the social media and recap what each of us picked and you guys can chime in with what we missed out on what What we should try what we should Uh, try frozen tundra i didn't even know that was a thing see just changing people's lives that's what we do on this show um and with utter best being completed it brings us to utter worst which you can't see this but i spelled it worst like bratwurst and i thought that was pretty cool so we got that going for us, which is nice. That is nice. Um, and the topic, the subject matter for Utter Worst is anything and everything driving related. Uh, most of us have to drive every single day or um, every other day, maybe, if you work from home and you have to go to the store or whatever. But uh, I myself put on at least 90 to 150 miles in a day, roughly. Damn. So... I see quite a bit of stuff, and there's people that do a lot more than that, and I'm not bragging, but I mean, I Humble drive brag. I drive a decent amount, and it's interstate, it's back roads, it's whatever, so I see a decent amount of stuff. Um, things you hate about driving or the drivers you encounter, and for this one, we are saving the worst, W-U-R-S-T, we are saving the worst for last, uh, hind teat. If you would say, that's a common colloquialism yeah. phrase. My dad says it all the time. Yeah. Hind teat. You I, suck hind teat. I, I say it all the time, Hell too. Not yeah. teat. I, T-I-T, but... Oh, yep. And, and we spell because, you know, if the kids are listening, it's a family show. Oh, I say hind tit to my kids all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, hind tit for last. Kyle, you start. Okay. Um, so, number four. God, there's... It's so hard for me to have, like... 
there's a shit that annoys me when people drive, and I don't really ever think about like a ranking. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I would say, of all the shit that happens, uh, something that gets on my nerves, but is not like uh, I want to fucking reach through my passenger window and fucking punch you in the head uh, if I'm next to you at a stoplight or something, <laughs> um, would be people who. It's kind of a twofold. Because it goes both ways. Either okay. turn their blinker on too soon okay. or leave their blinker on long after the turn. Like, mm. mm-hmm. or, God, this will actually threefold. Or don't use their fucking blinker at all. Yep. All of them piss me off. Yep. I have that one mixed into my group also because, yeah, I, that's, I mean, it's a common joke while we're driving and you don't see a blinker. Oh, the Subarus don't have blinkers. Did you know the Subarus nope. didn't come with blinkers? Uh, yeah, fucking hate it. They're there for a reason. Use them. That's a good one. I like it. My number four <clears throat> just happened to me this morning. I got lucky because as the state trooper, he wasn't, it was a sheriff, and this is why I got lucky. But driving with a state trooper ahead of you, specifically wherever you're driving, if it's a sheriff, trooper, whatever, Driving with somebody who can pull you over and they're ahead of you on the interstate specifically. This morning at uh, Windsor, a Juneau County sheriff got on. So we were pretty much going neck and neck. I was in the left lane, got over to the middle lane. He then followed me for a while, and then he ended up passing. So he's out of his jurisdiction. I have nothing to worry about. I wasn't speeding. Yep. Well, I mean, I was going 75, but I it's the fucking interstate. You don't like it? Pull me That's over. That's actually too slow for the interstate, more than likely. We can we can talk about it. So, But when you get on the interstate, and all of a sudden you're you know passing people like you should because they don't want to drive, they, they won't get out of your way, and then you get to a point where all of a sudden you realize, fuck, there's a sheriff or a state trooper and I am public enemy number one right now because he just saw me weaving through traffic, getting away from all these fucking morons. And now you have to sit there behind him and slowly try to figure out how you're going to navigate. Do I go 72, 73, 78? You're trying to figure out what to do. And then other people are driving 64 and just stupid because they see him too. And it creates this backlog of people and it just sucks. It's like, if I were that that state trooper sheriff, I would either exit and take a different route if that buildup starts to happen or go to the median and sit in a turnaround for a little bit. Just get out of the way. If you don't pull somebody over in the instance where there's like people speeding and flying around, why the fuck do you have to like stay there and keep causing the problem? So that's my number four. Long-winded, I know, but it happened this morning, so it was interesting. Yeah. That, yeah, that is annoying with, and I did not really prepare a list for this one. Um, so I'm going to go with, yeah, just people who don't know how to manage their speed on the interstate. Mm-hmm. Um, so either you don't use the cruise, the assholes who speed up, slow down, speed mm-hmm. up, slow down. Yep. Um, I was taught by Mean Gene, a uh, local cop in town. Uh, he was one of the... Uh, teachers, whatever you want to call them, uh, when I was going through driver's ed, he said, interstate, seven miles over the speed limit, perfectly acceptable. 
that's what I stick to to this day. So I'm uh, 77 miles an hour on the interstate. If I'm whatever in a hurry to get somewhere, I'll go north of that. But that's yep. what I try to stick to. You know, weather dependent, obviously. Yep. Yep. Traffic and all that. And yeah, I I break that quite a bit. I'm usually um, assuming visibility's high and you can not have to worry about ice or anything snow. I float between. 79 and 82 i have a lot i have a lot of miles to cover and i get there in a reasonable time and usually i'm not weaving or doing anything crazy but yeah 79 82 um and then you see a cop i try to keep it between 75 and 78 so yeah your 77 is perfect um my third on utter worst for driving would be just like you said late or no blinker at all it's like, we need to know. It helps everyone. Um, I can see sometimes changing lanes on the interstate if there's not a lot of people around. Yep. It's like, yeah, whatever, big deal. But like, if you're making a fucking turn, or even if you're sitting at a stop sign, stop light, and you're taking a right turn, and you didn't take that turn, or you didn't put a blinker on so people know you're trying to do that, just use your fucking blinker. Yep. Agreed. It's not difficult. No. They put it right there, right next to your hand. Yep. Yeah. Not hard at all. Well, when you're texting, I mean, it's tough to hit the phone with the blink. You know, it's it gets in the way. It does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes Fucking you got to focus on the phone. Fucking people. Um, number two. Number two. Uh, this actually happened to me the other day. Was uh, we dropped the oldest off at basketball practice? I had the youngest with me in the vehicle. Um, stopped at a stop sign. Uh, car came up behind us. I went. They got on their ass, and it's not like I was, like, taking my sweet time. Like, I accelerated at a normal rate without, like, driving us back into the seat. Um, got up to the speed limit. They got right on my ass. I drive a, drive a truck. Could not see the taillights over my tailgate, and so brake checked them hard, uh, and youngest asked me what I was doing. Explained the situation to her. Uh, I don't think I would have been as pissed if I did not have one of the kids in the car. Um, and I likely would have just probably followed them back to their house. Because they followed us <laughs> like right to our neighborhood. They're in our neighborhood, not on our road. Uh, so that just even pissed me off more. Yeah. Uh, it's quote-unquote a neighbor or whatever. Yeah, you should, yeah, they should be aware and know more, have more common sense right. to do that to somebody exactly. that and it, it, It's not like we have a, a through-traffic neighborhood. We are, like, every road, once you turn off of the main highway, is a dead end. Yeah. So. Yep. I, I've had that happen. Hate it. And if they have the opportunity to pass, depending on where they're driving, and they don't, I've seen people do that fucking pass like go around i'm gonna drive this speed you can go faster right uh, yeah i was still again doing seven miles an hour over the speed limit yeah yep um my number two would be people that when you're at a stoplight let's say you get off the belt line in madison and there's two wide or three wide and you're all going to turn to go underneath the belt line and go into a you know different area of town people that turn and they don't stay in their lane 
So they either come into your lane or they veer and drift out into the lane that like they're not supposed to be in. Yep. So they cut it tight or they take it too wide. Yeah, that's a good one. Think and, they're driving a semi. Yeah, and they're fucking yeah. clueless. They have no idea what they do wrong. Yep. So per, there's one in spe- like specifically, if you're heading from um, east to west on the belt line and you get off to go into McFarland, there's th- you get to two wide or three wide, but there's one lane where it always happens and. I, Lindsay hates when I do this, but I always elect to take that lane. So people, if they try to do that, I'm right there to fucking just be in their way, honk the horn, double birds if need be. But it's like, if nobody's going to teach them, I don't know where they got their license, what their family situation was like, if they didn't have a uh, sibling or something to show them the ropes. But somebody needs to fucking tell them. And I'm glad to be that person. And we can pull over and have a conversation if need be. Clearly, they didn't have a father, so somebody Jesus. needs to be a fatherly figure. Jesus. So, that one is mine. Turning and not staying in your fucking lane. Yeah. It's not hard, people. Nope. Number one. The Number worst. One. The hind teat, hind tit. The left lane campers. Mm. Get the fuck around whoever you're trying to pass yep. and get back to either the center or the, the right lane. Yep. It's not difficult. Yep. That you don't right, need to yep. be holding up all the traffic because you think you need to be in the left lane. And if you're not using your fucking mirrors to see there's a bunch of people behind you, quit driving. You're done. Yeah. Like, the mirrors are there for you to figure out what's going to either rear-end you or who's, like, if a cop's pulling you over, there's an emergency vehicle that needs to get through. If there's, like, 70 fucking cars behind you, get out of the fucking way. That's my number one also. So, I call it, and other people probably call it, but left lane, middle lane, uh, right lane, I would say pass, drive, Exit. So left lane, you're passing Love people. Yep. Center lane, you're driving. You're fucking having a great time. Abiding by the speed limit, maybe a little bit over. You're you know calm, cool, collected, listening to music, listening to this podcast. Thank you very much. Keep the fucking change. And then right lane, you're scared for your life. You're a thousand years old or you're getting off of the fucking interstate. Yep. So pass, drive, exit. Yep. And even if you want to drive in the exit lane, that's fine. Provided also people wanting to enter, you are getting either you're slowing down or speeding up to allow them to enter yep um but yeah don't fucking drive in the left lane yep yep it's not that difficult amen so what i noticed here utter best was a great conversation utter worst i'm fucking my blood pressure oh my god so getting pissed just thinking about it and it's a real life topic that we deal with like i'm gonna my drive home tonight i'm gonna deal with if not all of those at least two or three and it's just, that's the fucking world we live in. But it's fine. It could be worse. Perspective. It, everything could be worse. As somebody likes to tell me, we could have been born in Afghanistan. <laughs> and that's, you know, just elaborate on that. You could have been born in a war-torn country where you have zero rights. You know, your females have to wear a pool tarp to, you know, <laughs> go out in public. And they can't get educated. Like... Whatever, Iran, all the different places. Yeah, you could have been born there, but instead we were born here. And Good old U.S. of A, baby. Like Creed from The Office, he said he already won the lottery. I was born in the U.S.A. Born in the U.S. of A. Amen. All right, so that was the new segment, Utter Best, Utter Worst. Sorry if we got heated. Yeah. Holy shit. And Let us know what if you want to keep want us to keep this one up. Yes, if you like this. I liked it. I, I liked thought it was too. fun. Good. Uh, utter best, absolutely. Utter yep. worst, blood pressure. Maybe we could do something a little less We'd like pick a different topic. Yeah. Pick something different not topic. so heated. Uh, utter worst socks maybe or something. 
All of them. <laughs> Done. I have one option. Uh, and then, yeah, we wrap it up here with sponsor shout-outs. So uh, Bushlight, we had a few of them to keep the evening going. Um, Old Forester. Old Forester 1910. Oh, that bourbon was excellent. Thank you Makes for that. Makes me want to try more uh, Old Foresters. That's actually the first Old Forester I've, I've sampled. So mm, That was a good one. That was the Old Forester 1910. So if you like bourbon, definitely indulge in that one. Um, Oso Brewing, we had a, uh, a cold fermented IPA, which is a weird hipster term right now for just a different type of IPA. It was good. I liked it. It was called, delicious. It was called Tip Up. Smooth. Yeah, you know, ice fishing themed, so that's neat. Um, if and, it ever cools down, we should maybe try to get out, catch yes. some of those butterfish up in Portage. Yes, butterfish from Portage, um, thanks to, I think it was AMPI, was the people, those were the folks that had the fire up there. That was an episode one shout out. If you've not heard about that, go back and listen. Um, and then who else? I had a, a really good experience with a business recently. Do you have any other sponsors that you want to, you know, fake sponsors you want to mention? Um, Nothing's, you know, really coming to mind. Uh, yeah. I have more of a homebody uh, the last <laughs> week or so. So He just likes to stay places where he doesn't have to wear socks. Or deal with people, yeah. That's true. All right, well, that is episode two. So um, you guys have a, if I hope you're listening the day it comes out, have a great fucking Thursday. Thank you for listening. Have a weekend. How about that? Yeah, have yourself a weekend. It's coming up quick. Wild card weekend. Watch some football. Stay tuned on those upsets. See how that plays out. Um, and follow us on social media. Let us know what you think. Provide topics. Provide feedback. All that shit. So thanks, guys. Yeah, have a good one. Good new. Yeah, pretty good new. <laughs> <laughs>